In the following piece, I discuss transphobia, homophobia, misogyny, white supremacy, hate crimes, and other potentially triggering topics. In other words, this ain't another list of movies. Listen, sis. Why you should care about Dave Chappelle's jokes. Well, I did it. I watched Closer, Dave Chappelle's latest Netflix special. I didn't want to. I really didn't. But I figured if I was going to be stuck participating in future conversations about the damn thing, I should know what the hell I'm talking about. I'm sure we all feel similarly about this, yes? That we should shut up if we don't know what the hell we're talking about? That was my reaction a handful of years ago when I watched Dave Chappelle's much earlier Netflix special, Age of Spin. In it, he jokes about how transgender people are safer than black men in a lot of neighborhoods. He argues that trans women are intimidating and scary, and therefore, no one's going to mess with them. His eagerness to pit black and trans people against each other was alarming. It was almost as if he had no idea that trans women of color make up four out of five anti-trans homicides. Based on his previous work, it seems like the murder rate of black queer people would be something he'd care about. The fact that he doesn't seem concerned is cause for a lot of concern. Listen, I know many, if not most, of my readers personally. I know that most of you are cisgender heterosexuals, and a fair amount of you are straight white men. A lot of you guys, particularly the guys, are going to hear this and assume I'm speaking directly to you. I am. I am 100% addressing straight cis people because, ladies and gentlemen, we need to care about what's going on. If you already disagree, ask yourself why. If the following comments on homophobia and cisnormativity make you feel called out, ask yourself why. If statements such as trans women are women make you uncomfortable, ask yourself why. I ain't here to insult anyone. Not even the multiple men in my life who have already reached out to me saying they saw nothing wrong with Closer. Oh yeah, that happened. They don't know what they're talking about. Okay, fine. Here's one insult. Liberals can really suck. I'm not even talking about woke Twitter. I'm talking about cheesy-ass white liberals who love bashing Trumpers for being ignorant but don't have the spine to look in the mirror. Regardless of their voting record, there's not a single adult human being in this country who hasn't been brainwashed by, and this is a biggie, white supremacist cishet patriarchy. One could also say white supremacist capitalist patriarchy, or imperialist white supremacist capitalist patriarchy, or cisnormative heteronormative imperialist white supremacist capitalist patriarchy. Hey, if you don't like having to know so many terms, stop upholding so many oppressive power structures. Isn't it annoying that we're expected to know all these words, though? Kids these days, with their words. What even is cisnormative? What even is heteronormative? I'm no linguist, but I do Google things that sound important. Heteronormative means that heterosexuality, or being straight, is the norm. The insistence that marriage is between a man and a woman, for example, is heteronormative. 
Asking a five-year-old boy if he has a girlfriend is creepily heteronormative. Cisnormative, therefore, is the idea that being cisgender, a person whose gender identity is the same as their sex assigned at birth, is the norm. In Closer, Dave Chappelle says, I am very invested in the gender construct personally, as a man with kids and a wife, and I like that warm, wet, soft pussy that my wife has. This is both cisnormative and heteronormative, or cishet, as I said earlier. He's implying that the mere existence of trans women somehow endangers the structure of his family? Where is his evidence? He doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. He also really wants us to know he's straight. If anything, he'd have way more time to enjoy his wife's wet, soft pussy if he didn't think about trans women so much. Jokes aside, it is a real kick in the ass that Dave Chappelle, a guy who taught white kids more about the legacy of slavery than any high school textbook, is out here espousing some conservative family values fucked up repugnant shit. This should piss people off. I swear, I can actually hear some of you checking out. I'm not saying this to be confrontational. I'm saying this because I can relate. After all, I, too, have been brainwashed. I was in sixth grade when I first met an openly gay person. We met in the oil painting classes we took on Friday afternoons, and every week, while we stood side by side painting pictures of fruit or animals or landscapes, She'd fill me in on the highlights of her queer teenage life. She introduced me to Ani DeFranco. She taught me about Wicca. She actually knew, word for word, the entire album title of Fiona Apple's When the Pawn. She wore overalls and bandanas and clued me into the fact that Sailor Moon is unequivocally, delightfully gay. Clearly, this chick ruled. During one painting lesson, we started jokingly singing the children's song, I'm being eaten by a boa constrictor. We laughed about how casual the lyrics were for a song about being eaten alive. Oh, geez, he's up to my knees. Just doesn't seem like an appropriate reaction to a snake with half your leg in its mouth. Oh, my God, she said to me, lowering her voice. I just thought of a really good line. I leaned in for her to tell me, and she whispered, Oh shit, it's up to my clit. I felt nothing but embarrassment as I whispered back, What does that mean? Yes, it's true. I did not know what or where my clitoris was until a gay teenager pulled me into the bathroom of our art class and taught me about my own anatomy. Thanks, patriarchy. Thanks so much. No, she did not show me. No, nothing sinister happened while I was in a bathroom with a lesbian. No, I did not feel uncomfortable. Of course, the situation did feel somewhat dangerous to my preteen self. We were discussing vaginas, after all. It's the only part of any human body that exists purely for pleasure, she said. Like it doesn't do anything else? No. How do you make it work? Just touching. I'll say it again, this chick ruled. Prior to meeting this girl, I thought the idea of being gay was just that. An idea. You got called gay if you lost a game of Foursquare. Or if you knocked a boy's baseball cap off his sweaty, smelly head. Being gay was the same thing as being a butthead. 
I can only imagine how scary and isolating this must have felt for queer kids. I was a budding young homophobe before I knew what a homophobe was. And so were most of the kids I knew. This should also piss people off. I wish I could say that I stopped using the word gay as a schoolyard insult after I met the girl in my art class. Unfortunately, it turns out that knowing one openly gay person wasn't my ticket out of the heteronormative matrix. Thankfully, my vocabulary changed in seventh grade when I learned gay people couldn't legally marry. The idea that gay people didn't have the same rights as I did was both upsetting and confusing, and not one of the grown-ups in my life could help me understand why marriage was only between a man and a woman. In Closer, Dave Chappelle makes sure to tell us all about his one trans friend, departed comedian Daphne Gorman. He talks for several minutes about meeting her and giving her the incredible opportunity of opening one of his shows. What he really loved about Daphne was her sense of humor. She laughed the loudest at his jokes about trans people. Unfortunately, we'll never know Daphne's thoughts on Closer, and I'm certainly not going to attempt to speak for her. What I will say is that based on everything I heard in Closer, Dave Chappelle didn't seem to learn a damn thing from Daphne. He loved that she didn't challenge him, and that, to me, reveals a hell of a lot about this man's ego. But he's a famous comedian, Steph. Of course he has an ego. Thanks, Brian. I'm not talking about an inflated sense of self-importance that comes with fame and money and influence. I'm talking about Dave Chappelle treating his own self-interest as the foundation of morality. He loves his wife's pussy, which somehow makes trans women a problem. Now, I'm gonna jump in the deep end here and say that I am a deeply problematic person. How about that? I an overly sensitive millennial who loves Elizabeth Warren and cares about pronouns and sits by herself on the weekend writing about cis-normativity, am still a deeply problematic person. The mere fact that I got to spend the first 13 years of my life paying zero attention to the oppression of others says a hell of a lot about me. Did I choose to be born a cis white lady? No. Did I choose to be born in the U.S.? Hell no. I'm not directly responsible for my own brainwashing, but I am sure as hell responsible for how I now choose to proceed. The same goes for you. I won't bore you with all the details of my journey toward wokeness, a word I don't love but don't know how to replace, but I will say I was privileged to attend a four-year college with a feminist studies department. My feminist studies professor, Bettina Aptaker, was the first person I ever heard explain why gender equality liberates men as well as women. She systematically broke down how date rape is legitimate rape, and she alerted a mostly white room to the fact that our campus's pathetic racial demographics were a result of institutional racism, a term I had never heard in all my 19 years. Did I never say another ignorant thing in my life after one damn intro to feminism course? No. Did I at least learn to grow a spine and look in the mirror? Hell yes. I remember one day, I got to class a couple minutes later than I normally did, and noticed the room was completely packed. I took one of the few remaining seats in the front row and turned to the girl sitting next to me. Do we have a guest speaker today? I asked. It was usually on those days when the class had its highest turnout. The girl nodded. Minutes later, Professor Aptaker got up and introduced Shelley Prevost, 
a trans woman who had directed a documentary about the 2002 murder of Gwen Araujo, a trans woman whose killers had used the trans panic defense in court. I had read about the murder in Rolling Stone years earlier, but I had never knowingly encountered anyone else who had. It also shouldn't come as a surprise that I was unaware of how many people, just like Gwen, had been physically harmed for merely existing. You don't know what you don't know. And once again, I was learning that I didn't know shit. This was 2006. RuPaul's Drag Race wouldn't premiere on Logo for another three years, and Caitlyn Jenner wouldn't grace the cover of Vanity Fair for nearly another decade. No one I knew was using the term cisgender, and most everyone I knew revered J.K. Rowling. It would be a long time before I ever heard the term TERF, but beginning in 2006, I was taught that trans people are people, trans women are women, and trans men are men. Did these ideas challenge me? Yes. Did they scare me? No. What scared me was realizing how much we've all been taught to hate. Listen, I never want to be on the wrong side of a woke Twitter mob. Thanks to the internet, particularly to social media, a person can go to bed one night and wake up in a world they don't recognize. Rather than dig in our dorky cis heels and rage against the injustice of they-them, we should ask ourselves why we're resisting. Does the idea of using they-them pronouns to describe a non-binary person seem like a burden? Why? Does the idea of trans liberation fill you with anger? Why? Do jokes about beating up straight, gay, cis, or trans women make you laugh? Why? While I was studying feminism in college, my high school ex was attending Georgetown University. I'll never forget his reaction when I told him one night on the phone that I had to get back to my intro to feminism reading. You're not a feminist, he bellowed into the phone. Oh yeah, I asked. Why do you say that? Uh, because feminists have these things between their legs called penises because they're secretly a bunch of ugly, angry men? I didn't tell him that he was wrong. I didn't tell him he'd been conditioned by a patriarchal society to hate feminism without even understanding it. I simply sat and listened to this white boy confirm what I was being taught. Ain't misogynists hilarious sometimes? Feminists make men angry because feminists are... Men. <laughs> Y'all don't know what you're talking about. In Closer, Dave Chappelle talks about how he recently looked up the word feminist and was surprised by what he found. He says, I googled the dictionary definition of a feminist just to make sure I was talking about the right thing. And do you know what the dictionary definition of a feminist is? Webster's defines a feminist as a human being, not a woman, a human being that believes in equal rights for women. I was shocked that that's what that meant, because by that definition I would consider myself a feminist, and I didn't even know that at the time. All these years I thought it meant frumpy dyke. That punchline got a huge laugh, as did the multiple jokes about beating up women. The statements about gender being a fact received alarming amounts of applause. Black people and queer people were pitted against each other as if they were getting in each other's way somehow. It was creepy. 
It was alarming. It was a harsh reminder of how little we've learned, despite the fact that we all became pseudo-socialists last summer. I would ask what year is it, but instead I'll just repeat myself. Liberals can really suck. These jokes, ladies and gentlemen, are Trumpian. If you're laughing, look in the mirror. If you enjoyed listening to me read my writing, or if you simply enjoyed the writing, you can subscribe to my Substack newsletter by visiting steph.substack.com. That's S-T-E-F-F Tell all your family and friends that this was fantastic. Ciao. Shut the fuck up.